What is going on, everybody? You are listening to the J Red Show on Anchor and Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcasts. The Arizona Cardinals have released DeAndre Hopkins, and now the bidding war for him has begun. As a Bills fan, I'm obviously hoping they can land him because they really need that secondary receiver besides Stephon Diggs. But the timing of this is off for the Bills, considering their salary cap situation. So he really needs to, Brandon Bean needs to be aggressive if he's going to um, beat out um, Kansas City and Philadelphia for, um, for um, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins has said the only teams he wants to go to are the Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Chargers, and Ravens. And he doesn't want more money. He wants a championship. He wants an elite quarterback and a competent defense. My prediction is that it's going to come down to either Buffalo, Kansas City, or Philadelphia. Philadelphia has more cap room. But Buffalo and Kansas City have been more, the most, two most serviceable in contact for his services. And I do like Jalen Hurts, but um, Allen and Mahomes are the cream of the crop when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. Other considerations for him to go to are um, the Chargers and the Ravens. I've read the Giants possibly online. The Lions... With all that said, I think Buffalo is the favorite in this race to Hopkins because of the team stats as a contender and because of the continued need of a, of a consistent threat opposite of Diggs. Um, yes, the salary cap is annoying, but it can be manipulated that a firm detriment. It could be somewhat of an issue, though. The Bills, I, I would like to see the Bills cut Ed Ol- or trade Ed Oliver and maybe get a third for him. To clear up room to get um Hopkins. So where do you think Hopkins will go? Do the Bills have a chance at him? Hit me up on Twitter at JRedShow. Sign on to the playoffs now. The Rochester Americans are in the Eastern Conference Championship of the AHL playoffs. They're on their alt their a longtime rival Hershey Bears. They are currently tied one game apiece. They are currently uh, tied at one. Rochester won game one in Hershey five to one, and then Hershey um, tightened up on defense and won game two two nothing. But as an Amherst fan, I'm feeling pretty confident going into this heading back to Rochester. The series tied one one. In game one, pretty much every sh- Rochester jumped to a a four, a, a four nothing lead pretty early and. Pretty much every shot they fired, the goalie went in. They were just clicking and firing on all cylinders. Um, game two, um, they, they, they weren't as sharp. Um, Hershey had better control of the speed. Then throwing the goalie, they made some big stops. Um, there was something they didn't do Tuesday. So, when it comes to the Rochester Americans, I'm pretty happy with the way this season played out. Obviously, I do hope they win the Calder Cup this year, since that is the ultimate goal. But 
They were in the conference finals for the first time since 2004. At the end of the day, I'm pretty happy with this season. It's, it's not quite championship or bust like it is with the Bills or the Bandits. So, like I said, because I didn't really have high championship expectations for this. So I am really happy with um, the way this season played out. Buffalo Bandits, like the Buffalo Bills, I think it's championship or bust. They'll be taking on the Colorado Mammoth in a rematch of last year's final. So I'm a little worried about this because Colorado has a has been known to play great defense and um, shut down Buffalo. Not only last year when they, but earlier this year Colorado beat Buffalo 13 to 8 in the KeyBank Center. However, unlike last year, this year's Bandits are on a roll. Last year, the Buffalo Bandits barely escaped Toronto. In game one, they were in, they were literally inches away of losing game one and game two. So a few inches, they could have they could have not been they could have not made the championship finals this year. This year, they dominated. They crushed Rochester twenty to eight. Then Toronto fourteen to five and seventeen to eight. So the Bandits are on fire right now. Plus they got a two week break as as Buffalo swept Toronto and um and, Co and, and Colorado had a uh, one and Colorado won a three game series over Calgary. So they should be well rested. If the Bandits don't win this series, they'll win the championship. You really got to question John Tavares' coach. Because Buffalo just has everything going their way. And to be honest, that's where I stand with Sean. Back to the Buffalo Bills. That's where I stand with Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's especially if they land Hopkins. If the Bills... Last year, the Bills were flat out out-coached versus Cincinnati. And if they don't win the Super Bowl, you got to wonder if McDermott's the guy that gets them over the top. I mean, I can guarantee either um, at the end of the season, either the Bills will be celebrating, a, either the Buffalo will be celebrating a Super Bowl parade or arguing whether or not McDermott should be fired. I mean, I... I I'm not saying he should be fired. I mean, I do like McDermott, and I hope it works out for the best. We'll see what happens with Hopkins. But um, yeah, it's like I said, it's not it's not championship or bust for Rochester, but obviously I'll be happy if they win this championship. It's championship or bust for the Bandits and for the Bills. One quick thing about uh, lacrosse is um. Last, they're definitely trying to shorten the series. Shorten the. I mean, last year they have game one on sit. They were play a game every week. They'll play game one on a Saturday, then game two next Saturday, and then game three the next Saturday after that. This year they're trying to shorten it to try to end the season earlier. Game one will be played in Buffalo on tomorrow on Saturday. And then game two will be played in Colorado on Monday during Memorial Day at four o'clock. And then game three will be, if it if necessary, be decided in um 
will be next Saturday. Now, another reason for concern is that there's a lot of questionable injur injuries. Um, Josh Bryan, Chase Frazier, Ethan Connor, Ty Thompson, Adam Bonberry. A lot of questionable pl players out with injuries, so hopefully they can be healthy. So, what are your thoughts? Hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. On to the Nat. That was that's it for local sports talk. On to national sports talk. Um, Stanley Cup Finals. Um, the Florida Panthers swept the Carolina Hurricanes, and they await the winner of the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Dallas Stars. Vegas jumped to a 3-0 series lead, but Dallas won Game Four in overtime when Joe Pavelski won in overtime. So it is very likely we're going to see a Jack Eichel versus Sam Reinhart uh, Stanley Cup final. Now a lot of Sabres fans are going to be rooting for for Florida if it because uh, a lot of them are just bitter about Eichel and the way he left Buffalo. But to others, it's it does uh, it's it's what's past is past because. The Sabres have a bright future. Even though Eichel's been looking great, and in my, if, if Vegas wins the Stanley Cup, Eichel should win the Conn Smythe. So a lot of Sabres fans look at Eichel like, oh, sure, now you show up. And I want to make it clear, yes. Um, I realize how bad... Um, Vegas Buffalo was versus how bad uh Vegas how good Vegas is but that that awful that's still no excuse for the way Jack Eichel be, played and behaved Buffalo but Eichel leads the Golden Knights with 17 points now even though Eichel's having a great postseason um I think if Vegas wins the Stanley Cup there there, there are other contenders for the Conn Smythe Mark Stone and Jonathan Marchessault could also be um, contenders for the Conn Smythe. Marchessault has 8 goals and 6 assists for 14 points. Stone has 6 goals and 9 assists for 15 points. But Vegas is going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals, barring a miracle by Dallas. I mean, we'll see if Dallas can complete the comeback. But uh, very unlikely. I think Vegas will eventually finish this off. And for the... Florida Panthers, um, basically the, the Conn Smythe is going to be either Tuchuk or Bobrovsky. Magic Tuchuk is just on a roll. He scored the game, the, with four seconds left, he scored the series winning goal against Carolina, which set Florida to the Stanley Cup Finals. So I guess you could argue that Tuchuk could win the Conn Smythe. But honestly, I think it's going to go to Sergei Bobrovsky. Because this Florida Panthers team reminds me of the 1999 Buffalo Sabres or the 2012 Los Angeles Kings. That low 8 seed, that average at best team, that middle of the road team that is just riding a hot goalie. Bobrovsky's just in a zone right now. We had we saw that four overtime game against Carolina where Bobrovsky made 65 saves. And then he, they had a shutout against um, 
game in game three. Bobrovsky is just on fire right now. I mean, Tuchuk had a, is having a great run. Arguably one of the best runs in, in NHL final in Stanley Cup playoff history. But you got if Florida wins it, you got to give it to Bobrovsky. So it's debatable who if Vegas wins it, it'll, it'll be debatable if who wins the con Smythe, or if Dallas comes back and wins it, it'll be debatable. But Florida, it should easily be Bobrovsky. And that Florida's really bring up the Buffalo Sabres. I'm the Buffalo Sabres. Flo- this, the Buffalo Sabres missed the playoffs by one one game. And you just gotta wonder if Buffalo was man, if Buffalo had managed to get in over Florida or over the Islanders, how far would they have gone? If they weren't offsides against Florida and they did, and they took Florida's place. Yeah, Alex Tuck was millimeters offsides in, in two months ago in a Florida game. How would Buffalo had fared against um in the Stanley Cup Finals? In the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs, we could say. Yeah, I mean, okay, I guess I guess you could you could say yeah, Boston or Toronto would have destroyed them. It would have been nice for the Sabres to break the drought, but. I don't know if they can duplicate that. But it cuts, it just kind of shows where the Sabres stand as a franchise. They have an elite lo- first line, Thompson, Tuck, Skinner. They have two potential Norris Trophy candidates in um, Dolan and Power. Their, their question is, can Devin Levi get as hot as Bobrovsky? Can he be that Ryan Miller-type goalie? If that happens, I can... See the Sabres just make. I can see the Sabres make a run for the Stanley Cup in the next couple of years. And what what about expectations for next year? I'll talk about that in a different show. But what are your thoughts? Hey man, Twitter J Red Show. NBA playoffs. Um, this is the year of the number eight seed out of the South Florida Miami metropolitan area. Not only are the Florida Panthers the number eight seed to get to the Stanley Cup Finals. But the Miami Heat are also a number eight seed who is currently in the conference finals. And they have a 3-2 seriously over Boston. They were up three games to none. And it looked like they were going to go to the finals. But Boston has dominated the last two games. And I got to tell you, I mean, I don't like Miami's chances right now. In the NBA... We have never seen a team come back from 3-0 down. We saw it a few times in the NHL. We saw it once in Major League Baseball, the 0-4 ALCS in the Red Sox and the Yankees. But if there's one team that I think that could come back from 3-0 down, it's the Celtics. And if you're a Heat fan, you got to be stressed out. Boston beat Miami 110-97. Um, and all of a sudden, Boston's stars started to wake up. Tatum had 21 points. Spire had 23. White had 24. Brown had 21. Boston was just kind of asleep at the wheel for the first three games. But it looks like they have woken up. And you know what? I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to – we'll see what happens. But I think they're going to overcome a 3-0 deficit. On the Western Conference Finals, the Denver Nuggets 
sweep the Los Angeles Lakers, and they'll be looking for their first title in franchise history. Basically, the story of the West is, who is the next face of the NBA? Who is going to be the next Michael Jordan? For the last 20 years, LeBron James was the next Michael Jordan. And it's going to annoy Nuggets fans, but... Now, it's going to annoy Nuggets fans, but LeBron is going to take over the discussion of the 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 um, Nuggets in the NBA Finals. But before I talk about LeBron, I'll talk about Jokovic. Actually, I'll talk about LeBron first. LeBron James has hinted at retirement at after um, after the 113-111 loss to Denver, but he did get 40 points. I'll say about LeBron James. He is regressing. He is 38 years old. He is not the player that he used to be. But he is still a damn good player. He still got the Lakers to the conference finals. He still put up 40 points in a losing effort against the best team in the NBA. So I can see LeBron playing for another year or two. And when people argue Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, I mean, as Michael Jordan says, there's so many factors that contribute to their success and failures that you can't compare. But people compare anyway. So I'm going to give my take on Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Michael Jordan, at the height of his career, reached a level that LeBron couldn't, didn't never duplicate it, and probably will not duplicate. But longevity should absolutely be a factor if we're having a greatest of all time argument. LeBron has just hit a level. LeBron is 38 years old, and he's still a top 15 player in the league. He is way better than Michael Jordan was with the last two years of the Washington Wizards. But now the question is, is it going to end? What, what is LeBron going to do? Will he go to Golden State with Stephon Curry? Can the Lakers squeeze one more championship out of LeBron's um, career? My prediction is that he'll play two more years, and then when his son gets drafted to the NBA, he'll play a final season with him before becoming a part owner of an NBA team, or a full baby, a full owner. Maybe his next challenge will be to um, own an NBA team and see if he could do a better job than Michael Jordan with the uh, um, with the um, Charlotte Hornets. But now, on basically, the story about the Denver Nuggets is: can they win their first championship? And is Jokic the next LeBron? Is Jokic the next Michael Jordan? Is Jokic the next player in discussion for the greatest of all time? Jokic got 30 points in Denver's comeback win over Los Angeles. He has the size and the stats to prove that he is up there with LeBron James and Michael Jordan. And now he has a shot at a championship. I think we're seeing something start something special here. Of course he's going to have some competition. From Giannis, we will see how what Jokic does. But he has, he has, anyhow, he has, he 
You also have competition from Giannis and Tupelo. We'll see, and then we have Victor Wembanyama, who is being dubbed the best prospect ever by some of the media. So we'll see what this Annabella can do. So we're gonna have some fun times in basketball for the next couple years. I think Boston will come back and beat Miami, but I think Denver will win the series. I think they just, I think they just have too much talent, and I think um, they have Jokic. The way Jokic is playing, I think Denver will win the series, and I think Vegas will win the Stanley Cup Finals. So, what are your thoughts? Hope, hit me on Twitter at JRedShow. Finally, go to cross upon the European soccer. Um, Manchester City has won the Premier League. Now they'll take on Manchester United for the FA Cup and Inter Milan for the Champions League final. And I think they're going to do it. Um, I think they're the best team in the world. Aaron Harlan has 36 gold, Premier League record. Manchester City's just clicking and I'm firing on all cylinders. And I think they're going to beat Manchester United and they're going to um, beat Inter Milan. They should beat Inter Milan for the Champions League. They have the best team. In, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on them, but they are the best team in the world, in my opinion. So, um, so um, for, tom for tomorrow, the Champions locked up. Um, the Champions League is locked up. Manchester City, Arsenal, Manchester United, Newcastle. Arsenal, you could argue, choked. I mean, I, I knew Manchester City was the better team the whole time. I mean, Arsenal had a real good... Arsenal should not ha should, should, Arsenal should be really proud of this season. I mean, yes, they, they they had a chance to beat Manchester City, but they fell behind. But um, I wouldn't say they choked. I just think Manchester City was just overall the better team. And Odegaard had 15 goals, so did Metellini. So Manchester United and Newcastle also started off the Champions League. Liverpool Liverpool had a very disappointing year. They had everything going for them, and yet they failed. They completely fell apart, and they're not going to go to the Champions League. The, the only drama for tomorrow is the relegation battle. Um, Everton has 33 points. They take on Bournemouth. Leicester um, has 31 points. They take on West Ham. And uh, Leeds um, will take on Tottenham. I think Everton, for the second year in a row, find their... Um, Everton has been in the top flight of English football since 1954. But they're reigning the tops in danger for the second year in a row. So, it would be quite a story if Everton gets relegated. Um, but I think they have the easiest opponent. They have a two-point lead, and they have the easiest opponents of, the, of Leeds and Leicester. So, I do like their chances of surviving yet again. So, um, Leicester, and then Le Leicester City. Seven years after they pulled off the biggest sports, one of the biggest sports miracles of all time, Overcoming 5,001 odds to win the Premier League are now in danger of not even being in the Premier League. And with the way they played recently, I think they're in trouble. So is Leeds. So, so I think Leeds and Leicester go down. But we'll see.
Uh, also, one more thing. Last Saturday was the PGA Tour tournament in Rochester. It's very nice to have a major tournament come to Rochester. I really wanted to go, but tickets were too expensive for me. But I did have a good time watching on TV. Um, Brooks Kepka won the tournament with going nine under par. So I mentioned how um, how um, golf is trying to find its next face ever since um, Tiger Woods is gonna is likely gonna retire. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll never be in next Tiger Woods, but Brooks Kepka is having a great career and could be the next face of golf. But, but, but what the golf everyone's talking about is Michael Block, rookie Michael Block. He hits a hole-in-one, and he already qualified for next year's PGA Championship. So, I guess you could say Kepka's the Jokic and, um, and Stone is Web Banana. Um, but what are your thoughts, Hey Ventura, J-Red Show, and then Na Na um, NASCAR fans? Last week was the um, All-Star break. Um, Ross Chastain leads with 429 points. Bell is 402. I have no idea who's going to be the next face of um, NASCAR. Who's going to build a dynasty like what Jimmy Johnson did? There seems to be more pariety in NASCAR. Don't know if that makes it better or worse, except to you. Anyhow, what are your thoughts here on the Ventura at J-Red Show, and I'll see you later.